Welcome to Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here's your host, D.C. Lundberg. <laughs> yeah! Welcome to Locked On Mariners, ladies and gentlemen. Doesn't that sound refreshing? Oh, yes, it's going to be one of those episodes. <laughs> D.C. Lundberg here with you on Locked On Mariners, of course, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, or T-L-O-P-N, or say it, J.D., Tlopin! Yeah, Tlopin! Please remember to download, rate, and subscribe to this program on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or whichever podcasting app that you personally care to use. Ask your smart device to play, ooh yes, ask your smart device to play Locked on Mariners Podcast or any of the other programs here on Tlopin. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. Follow me on Twitter at DC underscore Lundberg, L-U-N-D-B-E-R-G. For those scoring at home. And in case you're wondering, gang, it's iced tea. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. Here on the program today, uh, just going to kind of shoot the breeze for a while. That's going to be a good show. Mailbag in the second half. And joining me on today's program as, locked, as host of Locked on Anaheim Ducks, Tour, part-time Chippendale, and overall swell guy, Jason Hernandez. Happy birthday, Jason. You're not supposed to tell them about that part, but thank you anyway. <laughs> oh, you are so welcome. They don't they don't have to know about my swinging days, okay? No. They don't need to know that. Fair enough, fair enough, okay. Am, am I lying? Am I being literal? Who knows? <laughs> I'll drop audio on it and then nobody will ever know that I, I said that. <laughs> oh, please keep that in. <laughs> oh, I will, I will. I'm kidding. You know, Jason, um, you know, the uh, the Kentucky Derby was, was last weekend, and I got a text message from my mother. Yeah. She couldn't remember what the third leg of the Triple Crown was. She remembered the Kentucky Derby. She remembered the Belmont Stakes, but she didn't, didn't remember what the third one was. Do you remember? Do you know what it is? The Preakness Stakes. Yes, and incidentally, Preakness Stakes is the name of a restaurant that opened around here recently. Ooh. Unfortunately, the uh, investors thought that sales would be off and running. They just assumed that a bunch of customers would be hoofing it to the restaurant, but things were slow out of the gate. <laughs> the Galloping Gourmet ate there, but he said that the food was gluey that the staff were all nags and that they were all jockeying for position to get the most tips. Oh, uh, they, they can't all be Cantor's Deli. No. Ooh. I do like opening the show by trotting out a bunch of jokes, but enough horsing around. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. And uh, Peta, hey, please even, don't sue me. Hey, even I was first at the post on that one. Oh. <laughs> so you're fine there. Okay, let's stop. <laughs> uh, yes, because we're going to pull up lame if we don't. Anyways, mm. uh, Jason... Uh, you've got some interesting plans this weekend, do you not? First off, Seattle Slough. All right, there we go. <laughs> because you're locked on Mariners, I had to mention Seattle Slough. Absolutely, yes. So I've got some fun little post-birthday plans this weekend where I will be hiking up. Yes, you heard that right. Hiking up to Elysian Fields or Elysian Park. The reason for that is there's a bluff overlooking Dodger Stadium that's about a quarter mile away. But nonetheless, <laughs> you can kind of peek into the stadium. And this weekend, the Los Angeles Dodgers are playing the Houston Astros. Dun, dun, dun. If you recall from 2017, the Houston Asterisks cheated the Dodgers out of the 2017 World Series. <laughs> so I will be there this weekend up on top of there. Hopefully other fans will be there. I'm bringing the megaphone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that sounds like a swell. <laughs> I think that sounds like a great idea. I hope you have a blast doing that. And I do hope that you're not the only one. I hope not either. Oh, you know how much fans despise the Astros. 
Uh, yes. And especially Dodger fans who are still bitter and rightfully so about the 2017 season. Yeah, rightfully so. I could see the look on your face. They're like, yeah. Yeah. Dodger fans should be booing the ever-loving crap out of them. And absolutely, I guarantee I'm not going to be the only one up there. I, I can already tell. One thing that I'm most disappointed about by losing the entire baseball season is losing the All-Star game, which was going to be in Los Angeles. That was going to be epic. You can just come down in two years. That's all. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You're kidding? I wouldn't miss that for anything. Oh, I'm not going to. Come on. All-Star <laughs> game at Doyer Stadium. You think I'm going to miss that? I don't think so. Yeah, so Dodgers versus Astros this weekend. And this is of great importance to Mariners fans. This is actually, yes. The Mariners are not that far behind from the Astros. And if the Dodgers sweep the series, and I hope they do. Everybody hopes they do. Yeah, everybody. No, this is a almost universal case of I hope the Dodgers sweep them and mm-hmm. destroy them. Absolutely. Pretty much everyone on my friends list, my Twitter feed. Yeah, they all want the Dodgers to sweep them. They want Joe Kelly to do a little pouty face again. And I would love that. <laughs> oh, yes. Very much. Mm-hmm. But we don't want to see the Astros in the playoffs. Mm-mm. They don't deserve the playoffs. And hey, look at that. The Mariners are two games back of the Astros. Hmm. What if the Astros get swept this weekend? What if they end up being 22 and 25? And oh, wait a minute. What if the Mariners win their next three games? They'd be 22 and 24. Oh! <gasps> Oh, look at that. Hey, DC. Hmm. What could happen? Well, uh, <laughs> the Mariners might actually make the postseason for the first time since 2001. Would this count as breaking the drought? I think you should. Uh, I say yes. I say yes. Say yes, DC. Come on. I'll say yes, but I don't know if it's yeah. in response to that particular question. How about that? All right, fine. <laughs> Whatever that means. Yeah, I mean... <sighs> See, I'm I'm kind of in a, in a difficult position because yeah, I want the Mariners to make the postseason, but I have said from the, the from the word go that the postseason this year was going to be a joke. So oh, I it ca- is. which it is, but, but so they're still going to make it hopefully. In a weird way, hear me out, ladies and gentlemen. In a weird way, I hope they don't break it this year, <laughs> just because I want it to be a legit playoff berth. Fair enough. By those words, it makes sense because a lot of fans don't like the way the season has gone to begin with. A lot of fans? And, oh, yeah. Okay, a lot of fans. And even one of our former colleagues, Taylor Blake Ward, has called this season, quote, a hoax, unquote. Yep. Yes, and I, I I think I've used that word at least once or twice on yeah. this program after the season began, after it was evident, absolutely 100% mm-hmm. evident, that the word hoax is p- applicable. This is what I get for trying to use large words past 11 p.m. Yeah. So can I share some of my spoils here since we're kind of just off the rails here? Absolutely. I got some mail stuff this week in celebration of my birthday because I wanted to do this. You got some mail stuff. Did this harken back to your days as a Chippendale? No, this this harkens to my uh, marathon running. Oh, M-A-I-L, not M-A-L-E. Yeah, Ah. M-A-I-L. I I got some stuff in the mail that are pretty interesting. So... I signed up for a couple of 5Ks, and I'll do the I'll do the easy one first. Yes, you can hear I'm kind of moving in the background because I have stuff back here. Yes, and he is I'm he's different. reaching behind him, ladies and gentlemen. So if you can see this, this is from the Tampa Bay Rays, and what they sent me was a nice little letter, um, a virtual 5K number. 
for the virtual 5K. 0968. Notice that it, they went old school. They went old school colors on this one. Yes, they did. The Very snazzy. Really, the metal is snazzy. The metal is the old school devil ray. Yep. That's what appeared yeah. on their caps their initial season way back in the 1700s. Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> yes, it is. That is that's actually a really nice metal. It is very, in seriously, it is very nice, ladies and gentlemen. I wish this this was not simply radio, so you guys could see it. But maybe yeah. JD will post it to Twitter, and I'll retweet it. I'll post some. Well, there is something I'm going to post pictures of that's even better than this, because my mail day consisted of getting some new shoes, which are ah. a pair of Nikes that are Chicago based. Chicago based. What are you talking about, JD? Well, I'm talking about the fact that I also signed up for the Cubs 5K. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. And with it came this nice shirt. It's a tech shirt that is kind of designed to look like an old-school jersey with the actual striping on it as well. Yep. And it says Race to Wrigley on front, and in the back, it has the year, and it's the correct font. Yep. Mm-hmm. They use the correct font, thank God. Yes. And it's apparently the 15th anniversary of said race. There's a nice little patch on the side. Oh. Very high-quality shirt. Excellent. For the price. But that's not all that they gave out. But you know what wait, else they gave out? there's more. Let's see. As I kicked I the microphone my, by accident. I got my own little bib here from the Cubbies. 1507. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I got a little drawstring yes. bag to put all my stuff in there. The pinstripe logo. Yep. I also got uh, a runner buff, which goes over your face, which I've not opened yet, but I have a buff that has the run to Wrigley on it. And their medal. It is their 15th anniversary medal. So it's the cub head on it. Yeah. That says race to Wrigley. With the little Chicago stars on it, I just noticed. Wow. That is nice. These these medals are nice, ladies and gentlemen. I'm being completely serious here. This one's humongous. It's it's this large, huge. It's the size of the it's bigger than the palm of his hand. It seriously is. It's yeah. humongous. <laughs> the Rays medal and the Cubs medal, they are very different sizes. You can tell which one is bigger. It's the Cubs one. But not by much when you hold them up back to back. No, the Rays the Cubs one is bigger. It, it is bigger, yeah, but the the, the the Rays one is not small. Oh, not at all. And I've got two more coming. Padres 5K. Ooh. And the brown, the brown and yellow is really cool. And the Dodgers 5K. Yes. So I'll I'll throw some links up later to all that. Yes, I think uh, I'll throw some links on the barbecue this weekend. Yeah. Ha. But as you can see, so this is video. But on the background, just to talk about something other than baseball before we get to the Mariners trivia of the day. Uh huh. So one of my favorite all-time um, PBS shows was Mister Rogers' Neighborhood. Yes. All right. And behind Absolutely. me, I have a traffic light. Yes, you do. A la Mr. Rogers. I love I also, Eddie Murphy in that role. He was hilarious. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I also have a little piece of artwork that is apparently very rare. Mm. I gave one of these to Adam Nedef, a friend of ours, okay. who's also a big Mr. Rogers fan. But I actually have framed the four trolleys, like the old school trolley drawings, that was right behind Mr. Rogers whenever he changed yeah. from the jacket to the sweater. Mm-hmm. I actually have that mm. with the old wooden frame on it. It legit looks like how it would have looked back in the days of Mr. Rogers. Wow. It's really cool. Yeah. Which also might explain my love for jazz music because I've always been kind of a jazz nut. Yeah. And 
Mr. Rogers had some of the best music ever. <laughs> Loved it so much. So, yeah, that's us going a little bit off the rails, but there we go. Of yeah. course. And I know I joked about what you actually do in the intro, but you are a swing dancer, are you not? Oh, yeah. So, to be serious, yeah, I have been swing dancing for a very, very long time. Yep. Uh, shout out to uh, the people that run Camp Hollywood. They had a virtual Camp Hollywood this past weekend. And it's good to get some swing dancing back. And I actually got a, a couple dances in this weekend. Nice. So, yeah, well, I mean, the only person I'm dancing with these days is Kelsey. But, yeah, <laughs> I did a nice, had a nice swing dance with her. That was really nice. I enjoyed it. Very nice. So, yeah, I actually do swing dancing. I used to do it professionally back mm-hmm. in the days. Yep. Like I said, I, jo- I joke, my- I have fun, but uh, that is something very cool that uh, – that our guest here does partake in, and I wanted to mention that on the show. Yeah, I'm, I'm a swinger, baby. <laughs> Swing dancer. But mm-hmm. I love making that joke nonetheless and of making course. people blush. <laughs> well, I did uh, call Cal Ripken Jr. a streaker earlier on in the week in, in the title of one of my programs. So, Hey, hey he is, man. Um, can, we, can I give one more shout-out, speaking of Cal Ripken Jr.? Absolutely. I've mentioned him on my show. He's actually been on my show. Gotta give a shout-out to at Poot Poot or S. Preston, the minimalist artist. Very talented man. Yes. And he actually has a t-shirt and a print that is just a bunch of tally marks. I don't know if you've seen this, DC. I don't believe I have, and I follow him on Facebook and Twitter. I missed this one. So it's 2,130-something tally marks on there, which denotes his streak. Yes. I recommend you check it out. It's really yeah. awesome. Yes. I think there's a t-shirt of that. If there's a t-shirt of that, I might get that. I'm a huge, I'm, everybody who listened to this show or who at least listened to Monday's episode or who has listened for a long time knows that I'm a huge Cal Ripken Jr. fan. Oh, absolutely. A lot of people are Cal Ripken. Hey, he that's, made that stadium what it is. That's why I grew up an Orioles fan, because of him. I don't blame you. Yeah. At all. No. <laughs> I think it's just about time for the Mariners trivia question. What about you, uh, J.D.? Go for it. As I try to, bo- try as to I stump botched you, buddy. the t- try to stump you. Well, this is an easy one, so I won't do that. Okay. Uh, the Mariners begin a weekend series against the Arizona Diamondbacks tomorrow. So the question is, what's the capital of Arizona? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Which Diamondback won the 2001 Home Run Derby, which took place in Safeco Field? That is the real trivia question, ladies and gentlemen. And I will give you the answer following this advertisement from Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is nigh impossible to stock all the parts that are needed in a traditional chain storefront. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or dealership? Chain stores have diff- different price tiers for pro mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices, on the other hand, they are the same for everybody and reliably low. RockAuto.com is a family business, serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. You can even get parts for your 1975 Bricklin automobile. But why would you spend it? <laughs> why would you spend up to twice as much money for the exact same parts? I've never seen a Brooklyn in my life. Go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car, your truck, your van, your SUV, your crossover, your pogo stick, your set of roller skates, whatever you drive, your rickshaw. They've got a part for it. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. 
Wow. wow. Why did I rush through the end of that? Anyways, answer to the Mariners trivia question, the Arizona I know, Diamondback. I know, it's... I know you know it, so say it. It's it's Lugo. It's not Julio Lugo. <laughs> it's obviously Luis Gonzalez, who had an even bigger hit later that year. Yes, he did. Luis Gonzalez won the 2001 uh, Home Run Derby in Safeco Field mere months before winning the 2001 World Series for the Arizona Diamondbacks on a bases-loaded single, if I recall. Yes, Jason? Walk-off special, baby. Against whom? Against Mo Rivera and the New York Yankees. I was hoping you were just going to say Mo, so I could have said Mo Vaughn. <laughs> but... <laughs> No, it was it was against Mariano Rivera, one of the few postseason games that he failed to win. I remember that game very well, but I remember it because that's the only play of the game that I saw. I had to listen to the rest of it. I had such a bad case of the flu that day that I had such a bad headache, I couldn't watch the game. But when the Diamondbacks loaded the bases in the bottom of the ninth inning, I forced myself to watch it. I'm very glad I did. Good for you. Yes. If you have a question or a comment that you would like me to read on the air, please send it to LockedOnMariners at gmail.com, and I will indeed reply to it in the Friday Mailbag segment. As you will learn, you can ask me about anything. I got a question about music this time, which I will read following this advertisement from Built Bar. Throughout the course of this program, I have said just about everything I can say about Built Bar. So today I will present the advertisement in Italian. Here to read that ad in Italian is Locked on Mariners language expert Mario Petraglia. Take it away, Mario. Built Bar è una barretta proteica dal gusto eccezionale realizzata con vero cioccolato, a basso contenuto di zuccheri, calorie e carboidrati. Which of course means Built Bar is a great tasting protein bar made with real chocolate that is low in sugar, calories, and carbohydrates. <laughs> or at least that's what I hope he said. But yes, they are great tasting protein bars, ladies and gentlemen. A great snack for somebody like me. I know I should eat healthier, but I'm not going to sacrifice taste for nutrition. If it doesn't taste good, I'm not going to eat it. They're great tasting protein bars. Go to BuiltBar.com right now to buy them. Yes, buy them at BuiltBar.com. And if you use promo code DC is awesome, nothing happens. So use promo code locked on <laughs> instead to get $10 off your order at BuiltBar.com. Once again, BuiltBar.com, promo code locked on for $10 off your or order of the best protein bars ever. Think I oversold that? No, not at all. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, that's the end of the This is what happens when I'm not giving a script. I'm trying to make you laugh, man. I'm trying to make my audience Welcome laugh to the second me. half of Locked on Mariners. Yes, you're trying to make Here, laugh, once again, is your host, oh, D.C. Lundberg. Blooper reel. The Locked on Mariners, D.C. is a moron reel. We are back on Locked on Mariners, ladies and gentlemen. Jason Hernandez is with us here on Locked on Mariners. I think I said the word with a little bit too much. Jason, how are you doing again? I am doing well. So I sent you a link. Yes, you did. This is the Minimalist Iron Man t-shirt, which is the official t-shirt of the Minimalist Iron Man competition, which is great for lazy people like me who can't do the actual Iron Man competition. <laughs> is this what this is? Something like that. <laughs> oh, what am I doing? Um, can I explain the shirt really quick? Absolutely, yes. So it's a bunch of tally marks. And that denotes the number of consecutive games that he had from 1982 all the way to September 20th, 1998, when he was taken out of the lineup and replaced by who, DC? Uh, 
I was trying to come up with a joke and I couldn't. Ryan Miner. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot wait till I come back on trivia and curb stomp everyone. But anyway. <laughs> that will be the next episode did, of Diamond Quiz, which we will get I to. Did I just send out a, a gauntlet? Did I think I, did I do I, that? AJ Andrews and Ulysses Sombrano, I they, hope you're listening, listening to this. Oh, they will be. I'm going to let them know that you called li- them out on the air. If you're listening right now, Ulysses and AJ, <laughs> I, I've heard the other shows. I've been doing my homework. <laughs> I'm not just a one-trick pony. I don't just host a hockey podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. But don't forget that I've also subbed for Locked On Angels. So watch out. And you've been on more episodes of this program than I have, it seems. Just wait. Why Just is my voice doing weird things tonight? Let's get to the Friday mailbag. Anyway, so to finish the thought on the t-shirt. Yes, yeah, There's 2,632 tally marks on there. Yep. Do you, do you notice something about the tally marks themselves? They're white and orange. Yes, they are. Because Ooh. they denote the home and away games. Oh, oh that's, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, he did his homework. Yes, he no. did. He knows what's up. S. Preston knows his stuff. Yeah, he does. So, yeah, I'll, I'll plug that show later. But uh, we have some mail, don't we? I mean, I have, we, I have mail here, so. Yes. It is, it is time, for, time for mail time, as it were. So we're gonna... It's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. Oh, wait, wrong show. <laughs> <laughs> and DC, epic fail. No. Um what am I doing? I, I gotta read this. What? You know who the Mariners just sent out to the alternate training site? Uh, who? Brady Lale. <laughs> Lale. We are terrible human beings. Uh, the first, the first ma- mailbag question comes to us from somebody who didn't leave a name or location, and they ask, "Why do minor league baseball leagues not use the same baseball as major leagues?" Thank you. Sent via the Samsung Galaxy S9 in AT&T 5G Evolution capable smartphone. Uh, I don't think that last part has any significance to what we're doing here. But the uh, the short answer to the question, which I didn't know until I looked this up today, short answer is money. The uh, major league baseballs they cost more to produce because Rawlings, the company who manufactures them, reserves the best quality leather for these major league baseballs, and the seams are a little smaller. Um, tri- yeah, the uh, AAA league started using them last year, so those going into the major leagues, because AAA is just a step down from the major leagues, could get used to playing with those major league baseballs. That's the rationale behind that. And it would cost a minor league team, according to this article that I found from Baseball America, published uh, about a year and a half ago, last April, about $35,000 more per season to use the Major League Baseball in a short season league, $17,500 per season. So it would in- increase costs significantly. So the short answer is money. No, the quality is very different. Um, the cowhide is different on the Major League Baseball. The stitching is definitely different. Mm-hmm. It's changed in recent years. That's my dog over here because I'm holding the baseball and tossing it. So oh. she thinks I'm going to toss her this ball, which in her dreams, no way I'm going to toss her no. this ball. But she Daisy has made an, appro- uh, an appearance on Locked On Mariners. Nice. Yeah, she has. That that was Daisy. Yep. Daisy, Daisy can have this ball. Cool. There we go. To finish, to finish the thought, the Major League Baseballs <laughs> and now the AAA Baseballs, they are manufactured at Rawlings Plant in Costa Rica, while the minor league balls are made in China. So they're, they're so you know, there you go. Good question. Very good question. We shall I wish they'd the, left their name. Uh, so do I. Next question comes to us from George in Republic, Washington. 
Ooh. Odd question. What are your thoughts on the band, Mr. Mister, and Cream? This is what George <laughs> asked me. See, when I say ask me any question at all, it does not have to be a baseball question. These, this, I like this question. I really do. Um, the band I'm not actually too familiar with, Jason. Really? Really? None of them? <laughs> no, I, I, Mr. Mister and Cream I know well, but uh, the band, the band, not familiar with them. I have to be honest. Really? Yeah. I don't know how to respond to that. Tell us about the band. Um, the band is really just a couple of songs. They perform the weights. That's probably their best known song. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, go but, with, but, yeah. but they rock really hard because they're Canadian. Oh. You know what great Canadian band that I love? What's the that? Ge- the Guess Who. I thought you were going to say Rush. Not a big Rush fan, I gotta be honest. Oh. I'm not much of a fan of prog rock. I will not doubt da- I will not doubt their talent for a minute. Not for one minute. They are a very talented group and they were great songwriters. It's just not my cup of tea. But I will never disparage oh. Rush as a band. I just Dude. happen not to care for them. I know, I know. Tom Sawyer. Come on, man. My I do like Limelight. I think Limelight's pretty that's, good. That's a great song. Yes. Um, I don't... I, who are you even? <laughs> who on. are you was by The Who, not Rush. Ah. It also happens, that also happens to be my ringtone. Uh, Mr. Mister was the, the next one he asked me about. I'm, I'm somewhat familiar with Mr. Mister. Kyrie was one of my all-time favorite songs. Good song. Good song. Love Kyrie. Broken Wings also pretty good. And Cream. You know... <laughs> <laughs> this is a very eclectic group of bands he's asking me about. I Cream. feel like Cream is a band that you either love or you hate. I like For a lot of people. I like I like Cream. I like Cream a lot. White Room is also one of my all-time favorite songs. And that song, the drum and ba- the rhythm section, the rhythm guitar, the bass and the drums, probably my favorite rhythm section. How do I even say um, this? Um, it, it's a really good, not a late motif, but it, it's a good callback yeah. on that song. Um, I've I've always been more of a bass and drums kind of guy because I used to play drums. So do, hey, I didn't know that. See, that that's something I just learned about you. I bet you didn't know that I also used to play the drums. No kidding. What what kind of drums? I was never good enough to do anything other than a simple rock beat. Yeah, I, I used to play. It was a lot of fun back then. Now I play oh, more yeah. piano nowadays. Ooh. But that's as a re- direct result of being a music minor. Oh, back cool. In the day. Yeah. Um, no, but, but that, man, that the, rhythm the to the, the verses. Yeah, well, I love oh, that song. So good. Yeah, if you take away the vocals and the lead guitar, I could listen to just the rhythm part of White Room. There's a lot of songs that I kind of feel the same way about. Like, if I could just listen to the bass portion, then I'll be in heaven. But you know I, what's you know what song that I think has really good bass? Hmm. Actually, there are two songs. One of them is "Street of Dreams" by Rainbow. Interesting. And the other one, yes, and the other one is actually "You Give Love a Bad Name" by Bon Jovi. I love the bass line in that song. I'm I'm hearing into my head. That especially, one's a good one too, especially during the chorus. I was gonna say during the bridge. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm sorry, I got to go bridge on that one, but it, it is a great song. It sure is. And another song which I like the bass in, the very first part of the choruses in New Thing by Enough's Enough, another good bass line. I didn't know we were going to get almost five minutes out of a question about music. 
So, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, if you ask me about I'm music, sure rock and roll is one of my passions. So, if you ask me about music, I'm likely to go off on a tangent like we just did. What other questions do we have? We must have at least one or two. We can answer one or two more questions. I've got two more questions. Uh, go I'm going to save this one for last, actually, and we're going to go to another question brought to us by Aiden Soans from East Hampton, Connecticut. This is the third time he's written into the program. Hello again, Aiden. And he titled this email, Another Question, Don't Worry, It's Not a Prospect's Question. <laughs> because I, I... I already like him. Oh, he, <laughs> he asks really good questions. I had to admit on the air that judging prospects and talking about prospects not something I'm very good at if you have a prospects question please go ahead and ask it we will get you an answer we have I have people who I can defer to if uh, your question does not fall into my area of expertise but Aiden writes in this since we are more than halfway through the season one question I'm wondering is do you think Kyle Lewis will win rookie of the year a follow-up question is what other awards will Kyle Lewis or other Mariners players win in the 2020 season? Ooh. This is a good question. Luis Robert was the early favorite for Rookie of the Year. Kyle Lewis is having a better season. He is. Um, even Brian Kenny on MLB Network said, you know what, I have to give this to Kyle Lewis this year. You know what, I'm going to be a little upset if Kyle Lewis doesn't win Rookie of the Year, quite honestly. I think he's earned it. He absolutely has earned it. Um, he's brought the Mariners kind of back into relevancy. He's they're they're kind of relevant again. They're on a hot streak. They are. I mean, he's. <laughs> I don't know what I can say about Kyle Lewis that I haven't said on this program already. But I, um, I think he's, he's. I think he's earned Rookie he's of the Year. Amazing speed. He's yeah. He's going to be a fantastic player down the line. And some, he's already a fantastic player now. He is somebody who the Mariners can build their offense around. He works hard. He. He's the face of the franchise, or at least he deserves to be the face of the franchise. Oh, absolutely. Yes. I mean, I'll look, I'll look at his stats right now. He's, oh my God, uh, 307, 399, 497 slash line. He's got an OPS almost 900. In 42 games, he's got nine home runs. But I'll look at that hit total, 47 hits over 42 games. And they've been some quality hits, too. He's had some clutch at-bats this season, which have directly led to wins yep. for the Mariners. So... I love the choice of Kyle Lewis winning the Rookie of the Year this year. Uh, can you believe even one person said, you know what? He deserves one or two MVP votes this year. Do you disagree with that? Hmm. You know what? I'd have to look at how the rest of the league is doing at large. Off the top of my head, sure. But I'm not going to give an answer because I don't have the stats in front of me right now. All right. So I'm not. So I, I'm not going to commit one way or the other. The follow. The follow up <laughs> was: What other awards will Kyle Lewis or other Mariners players win in 2020? I got to think Kyle Seager has a good shot of comeback player of the year. Ooh, that's a good. That's a good one. And Marco Gonzalez maybe deserves some consideration to at least be voted on for Cy Young. He might not win it, and he might not deserve to win it, but he at least deserves to be thought. Maybe, uh, he at least maybe, deserves to be but... thought about. But Garrett Cole has been a fantastic pitcher for the Yankees this year, so I've got to go with him. Sure. Um, Louis Robert has been good. You know who's also been a pretty good rookie this season who's come on as of late? Tell me. Jesus Luzardo. True. For the Oakland Athletics. Hi, Jason Burke. Yeah, hi, hi, Burke. Friend of the show, Jason yes. Burke, yes. Yeah, and I happen to be wearing that. Yes. Can I, can I tell them? Uh, yes. I'm sorry, Mariners fans, but I'm wearing an Oakland jersey today. Yes. I have too many jerseys. Too many. No such thing, sir. Yay. <laughs> um, 
as far as other awards, I don't know how many other awards I can give right now. I mean, Cy Young, we talked about. Comeback Player of the Year, we've talked about. Yeah, I, I think that's all I can say as far as awards right now. Yeah. But Kyle Lewis should win Rookie of the Year. He's got two more weeks to come up with another clutch home run or two mm-hmm. and maybe another walk-off. And he plays good defense as well. Yeah, his defense is damn good. You know what I'm going to do? I love Washington. I'm going to do a special Saturday episode, which is going to be 17 minutes of you saying Kyle Lewis should win Rookie of the Year on a loop. That's going to be the entire episode. <laughs> and people will listen and to it. And people will listen to it. Yes, they will. Speak. I was, I, I was looking earlier to see just where exactly people were listening to my show. We don't have time to get into that here. Maybe that'll be Monday's episode. Oh, what a boring Maybe. episode that'll be. We have one more question. <laughs> And this last one, last one, and I wanted to save this one for last because this email is from a former high school teacher of mine at Shorecrest, Don Dalziel, who says he's been listening to the program since the spring. Thank you very much for listening, Mr. Dalziel. I really appreciate it. Thank you for the email. This question was sent to me about a week and a half ago after the Padres series, and he asks After yesterday afternoon's second game concluded, did the hometown nine channel their inner minor league past and take a bus to LA or do they actually fly from San Diego to LA? I didn't know the answer to this question. They actually mentioned it on the post game show the next day. They drove. Yeah, they did. And you know what? I, I that surprises tell, I can me. Tell you that, I can tell you that almost every team drives. If they have the San Diego LA trip, they will drive. Because it'll only if they drive at that hour at night at eleven, twelve, one a.m. Yeah, it will only take about two hours driving mm-hmm. because there's no traffic at the time. <laughs> if they fly, <laughs> they got to take a small jet. They have an hour to put all their stuff in the plane. They got an hour to get out. Just drive. It is not that far. It's a pleasant drive up the five freeway, and then you have the team hotel where they stay at. It's only about 105 miles away. And if they drive from San Diego to Anaheim, that's an even shorter trip. That's an hour and a half mm-hmm. at best. Yeah. They drive that for sure. The difference between L.A. and Anaheim, for, the, for you Seattle folks listening, is about the difference between Safeco Field and Everett Memorial Stadium where the Aqua Sox play. That's pretty accurate, actually. I, I looked <laughs> it up on, on, a, on my map app here on my phone. It's accurate within like five miles. That's about as much of a difference as the Columbus Blue Jackets to Cleveland. Yep. Yep. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> did, did I did I upset the host there? No. A little bit. No. no. But that 105 oh, mile folks. that 105 mile drive changing the subject back is about the distance between Seattle and Ellensburg to put that into context. Okay. Yes. Or I think it's also Seattle to yeah, Seattle to Bellingham. I know those cities. Yes. Bellingham's a very nice city. Yeah. Maybe maybe driving distance from Seattle to Mount St. Helens. Okay. Because it's an hour south, and then you got to go half an hour east and go yeah. through that little mountain area to get to Mount St. Helens or the visitor center. Mm-hmm. Or, let, or, actually, let's see, let's, let's see what that would be in Spokane terms for my local <laughs> listeners listening <laughs> to this program. I think it would be the difference between... See, I have I have been up to Seattle plenty of times, folks. So I know my geography up in Washington State. I've been to Mount St. Helens. I'm a bit of a mm. hiker. Yes. As I mentioned on my podcast, I've hiked plenty of mountains and one volcano. Yep. 
that I hope is dormant. It's roughly the distance between Spokane and the Tri-Cities. Okay. That makes sense. Yes. It works. This is a very long episode. <laughs> but it's a fun one. I wasn't complaining. I was just stating a fact. One show, two hosts. It's it's twice the money. I'm kidding. Too bad I don't get twice the money for it. I, yeah. Because <laughs> you wouldn't get it. No. Uh-uh. It would go to your other half for today. The other... <laughs> okay, I'm going to stop right there because I almost said something. Uh, Jason, uh-huh. Jason, uh, Jason, always a pleasure having you on the show. It's always fun when you come on. Thank you very much. Yay, you're welcome. Um, this is the part where I plug. So I will do it in the style of NPR voice. Mm. <clears throat> so you can follow me on Locked on Anaheim Ducks. Follow the Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. And you can follow me personally at StimpyJD. Yeah, we're playing all the hits, and we got some Van Morrison playing in the background. Not really, but that would be the artist that I would be playing right now, because who likes a little mysticism with their music? And also, you can follow along. Um, I've mentioned both Twitters, where I talk about some baseball, mostly hockey, some basketball, but a lot of sports. And if you listen to Locked on Anaheim Ducks this week, you'll see that I've kind of gone off the rails and not talked about hockey. In fact... If you listen to Thursdays and Fridays show, it'll be all about music. So it was much like this show. Yeah, a little bit. Mm. Where Thursday we talked mostly about rock music and the concerts we went to, Mm. and Friday is going to be all about musicals. And yeah, I do mention that September 10th is my birthday. (laughs) So happy birthday to myself. Nice little gift to me. And it's always it's always fun to come on to Longtown Mariners. Oh yes, and have a very good time. So, uh, DC, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome, AM Gold, Jason Hernandez. <laughs> and I'm gonna go back to my typical late '60s rock DJ voice now. Go for it. All right. Next time on Locked On Mariners, ladies and gentlemen, I will be joined by Inspector Frank Luger, Paddington Bear, and an oboe, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely, we have an oboe on Locked On Mariners on Monday's program. And do remember to download, rate, and subscribe to this program on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio. Yeah. <laughs> I just completely and, and blanked on the last one. And it is Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you hear podcasts. And if you really liked this program, subscribe to Locked on Mariners. And if you did not like the podcast, uh, we're Locked on Astros. <laughs> and, we, and we don't give a darn oh my. about where we toss our trash away. No. <laughs> Should I close the program as AM Gold or the wigged out DJ persona that I've kind of fallen oh, into wig, while hosting this program? Wigged out DJ. All right, after the commercial but, break, we've got 25 yeah. minutes of nonstop music featuring Uriah Heep, Deep Purple, The Doors, and Blue Cheer. Oh, what am I doing? <laughs> Just uh, Jason's already said everything. We'll be back on Monday talking about something. Have a good weekend. This is Joey Martin saying that we'll be back on Monday for another edition of Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.